0: Welcome once again to the Composer Chris Cast. <clears throat> Let me try that again. Welcome to the Composer Chris Cast. Yeah, that was better. Not sure what happened my first run through there. <laughs> I know there are uh, 35 billion or so podcasts out there, so I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this one or to check it out maybe for the first time, or maybe you liked episode one and wanted to see what episode two would be like. Whatever the case is, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'm looking forward to having guests on the show in the near future, where we'll be covering, uh, well, to be honest, and I mentioned this in episode one, topics that interest me. (laughs) Things that uh, get my brain going, things that uh, I find interesting, things that I think are Important and fun to talk about, but uh, for this episode, it's going to be more biographical uh, about me, a little more in-depth about my uh, background in wanting to get into music, wanting to get into composing, and how it has been a not-so-direct path to get to where I am, and that's okay, and maybe that can be an encouragement to someone who's listening, or uh, a discouragement. (laughs) No, I I don't think so. I hope not. But, you know, we can't always plan out these journeys, you know? We, we don't know, uh, sometimes what's coming the next day. I guess we really don't know what is coming the next day. We can make all the plans that we want and, uh, everything can be arranged just right and figured out and then one little curveball changes everything. So, I want to talk about one of those little curveballs for me. Actually, it was maybe more of a slider, slurve, maybe, uh, change up, circle change, whatever. Yeah, okay, you get the idea. But um, I thought uh, I had things all ready to go figured out, and then conversation here, conversation there, things start to change. So, when I decided I wanted to be a composer, my original goal was to get into film music, to be a film composer, go to Hollywood, be the next John Williams, right? Maybe the next Jerry Goldsmith, that would have been great too, but really wanted to be the next big thing in film music because I loved uh, so many wonderful film scores and I want to do that too. Last episode, if you haven't heard it, I talked about uh, the film soundtrack to Hook and how that specifically got me thinking about composing. But film music was the goal. And, uh, getting out to California eventually at some point, trying to plug into the scene there, which is so easy, right? You know, just, just go to California, get into the film business, right? Easy peasy, piece of cake, (laughs) not so much. Anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine. This was, I believe in the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college And it was a friend who was taking doing some summer work, summer classes, and we hung out a lot over the summer. And in talking about what I wanted to do and go to California to be a film composer, this friend said to me that I shouldn't limit myself to that. And at the time, I took that to mean film music is too derivative and not original, and you shouldn't do that. But looking back, and it wasn't too long after this happened that I started to realize what this friend really meant. I don't think he meant it in like a snobby, elitist way, but more of a follow the journey kind of way. Don't limit myself as in, don't try to map it out right now. Is that good advice? Well, for me it was, yes. I don't think that it is across the board advice that he would, this friend would have given to anyone, but for me personally, it's exactly what I needed to hear at that point in time. Now, to piggyback on that, uh, roommate I had my junior year, so this is just a few months later, and this is a really long story, but I'm going to keep it short for your sake. You're very welcome. So this uh, roommate I had junior year, he really forced me to ask some difficult questions of myself. Why did I want to write film music? Why did I want to be the next John Williams or Jerry Goldsmith or James or, You know, pick your late 80s, early 90s. Film composer. And you know, if I'm honest, it was really all for the wrong reasons. I was thinking about the attention, the fame, the admiration. These are things that probably all of us have wrestled with at some point in our lives, regardless of whatever our field is. So, by asking me these difficult questions, my roommate really challenged me to reevaluate why I wanted to write music. I mean, obviously, I had some aptitude for it, I enjoyed doing it, but what was I going to use it for? Was I going to use it for myself, or others? Would it build my own self-worth, or edify others? This is also one of the questions at the root of the Christian faith that I've held my whole life. I've got this talent, I know how to use it, but what will I use it for? Now, all of this that I'm sharing is all descriptive. This is what I was thinking. This is what I talked about. I'm not saying that this is prescriptive, as in everyone needs to do what I did and learn what I did. Absolutely not. We all have our own journey that we all have to figure out. Looking back, it's funny to think about talking to my 19, 20-year-old self and saying, Nope, not film music. You are going to be a college professor. I would have said, what? No way. I think that uh, several of my college professors would have had the same reaction. But that one step back led to a different step forward. Then another. Then another. Then another. Fast forward. And suddenly that is the path that I was on. And as I continue this podcast... I'm sure we'll get to some of those different steps all along the way on the journey as well. So even though I'm not pursuing a career in film music anymore, I'm still a big fan. I still listen to it. It still impacts my writing as much as anything else. I will never shake the influence of movie music on my stuff. Because that was at the root of what got me interested, you know? So it's always going to be there, and that's fine. So there will always be... And people are quick to tell me, oh, I heard a little John Williams in that. Oh, okay, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, But other film composers that uh, influence my writing, Thomas Newman to a great extent, Jerry Goldsmith. In fact, the older I get, the more I'm intrigued by the music and approach to film music of Jerry Goldsmith. I'm sure that'll make a fun episode sometime to talk about. But the influence... The enjoyment is always going to be there, always influence my writing. As an example, the theme music I've chosen for this podcast is a piece I wrote called Crossover, and I originally wrote it to be what a band piece would sound like if it was played by an orchestra. (laughs) That was the approach that I uh, took when I wrote it, Uh, hence the crossover, a band piece for orchestra. And as I was working on it and heard it performed, I'm fortunate to have it uh, performed a couple times the last several years. Uh, but as I heard it, I realized, yeah, this really sounds like film music. <laughs> so it's always going to be there and I'm fine with that. But I want to talk about the crossover a little bit. Uh, something that I'll regularly do or I'd like to do in this podcast is talk about some of my music in a little more specific detail. So... Everything I just said is going to springboard into talking about crossover. Alright, so I have moved at lightning speed to my piano. So I was sitting at the piano one day, as one does, as a musician often does. And I got this tune going in my head went something like this. Like that. And then I thought, okay, I got some fifths and fourths in there, Fifth, fourth. what if I uh, harmonized it with similar intervals? Like that. Oh that, well, that sounds kind of cool. Which by the way is generally the decision-making process I go through when I'm writing music. Oh that sounds cool. How very highbrow, you know? So taking that idea I sort of reverse-engineered everything else for the piece out of that idea. So the opening fanfare is based on those same intervals from just going in different directions. So I've got the fourth, and I've got the another fourth, and a fifth between the two. So uh, taking the building blocks that were in that initial motive come up with stuff like and then later ascending forth just like that i try to write a lot of my music that way take what's already there and uh transform it edit it lengthen it cut it you know whatever and uh see what new material can come out of that now that's certainly not a uh groundbreaking compositional approach but uh it's one that's worked for me, and one that I enjoy going through. So I have that opening motive done, and it's in a seven-eight meters, like one-two, one-two, one-two-three to start. So I have a full beat rest at the beginning, and then one like that. And that mixing of the two and the three gave me some uh, gave me some more ideas that I could play with, like later on in the piece. One, two three, one, two, three one, two, one, two. things like that. and from there, putting the rest of the piece together was really just a matter of taking the ideas that I have and transforming them into new ones and stringing them together into a way that uh, seemed to make sense, and that's about it. So with that in mind, I present to you crossover. now this is a uh a, a digital reproduction uh i don't have uh any really clear recordings of it uh by live performance so i felt it'd be better to play this one for you this uh, this demo uh but it's a pretty good demo so i hope you enjoy crossover That was Crossover, my band piece written for orchestra that sounds like film music. (laughs) And uh, I I really like the energy it has. I thought it would be a great way to uh, kick off every podcast episode of this show. So thank you so much for listening. And with that, we will wrap up episode two of the Composer Chris Cast. Like I said, I know you have no shortage of options of podcasts to listen to or other things to be doing. So I really appreciate you taking some of your valuable time to listen to what I have to say, both in verbal form and in musical form. So until next time, you have my most humble gratitude and thanks and talk to you later.